The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University Podcast, episode 224. Yeah. How are you tonight, Alan? Good, good. Good? Had lots of energy? Yeah. Caffeine or no? No, no caffeine. <laughs> Lucky I'm, I'm, you. I know. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> you will I'm not sleep well. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got a little bit. Yeah. Confession. Okay. Um, not, not too much that I'm jumping out of my chair, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's hard. You're here late at night. Yeah. You know, we do this after work, a full day yeah, of work. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we got to keep excited and keep everybody entertained. Yeah. That's what we do. We are the dancing monkeys. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so uh, this one, this episode is called How to Promote Creativity in Your Child. Cool. So it's interesting. I grew up not thinking I was very creative. Okay. I, I mean, I still, as an adult, don't think of my, like I'm more, <laughs> what's the, I'm more math and science versus, you know, art and art and music, music or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. Yet I always love music. I played mm-hmm. the drums a little bit or mm-hmm. whatever, but I never thought of myself as a quote creative type. Sure. Um, never could draw, Mm-hmm. You know, and then to me, like growing up, that's to me, that's what creative really was, was yeah. being artistic. And I was always sure. so jealous right. of the kids who were able to do that. I had friends that were just amazing. I would have them draw me something. I just thought I was always envious yeah. of people that had that creativity. Even one of my sisters is very good at drawing was always mm-hmm. I was always envious of that because I was not I didn't have that, yeah. you know. And so I was looking at it as or as I got older and, you know, I've gone to workshops and got and realized like, you know, creativity comes in different forms mm-hmm. and realizing now that really everybody is creative. Sure. You know, they're just, yeah. you, you manifest itself in different ways. Yeah. And so like, for me, I can look at myself now and say like, I'm creative in solving problems or like, you know, in, in, in business, um, you know, the way that I create things is creative. You know I mean? I come up with different concepts or I come up with things. And so I guess I'm able to call myself creative now. It's just not in the sense that I can sit there and draw on a piece of paper. Yeah. And it's not always about art to be creative. You know, I think that's what we, like you said, we kind of, we get in this habit of thinking that creativity is parallel to some art form. Right. And it's not necessarily maybe the way you think about business or the Mm -hmm. way you uh, manipulate the numbers a certain way, or uh, maybe you thought of using, uh, particular office space in a certain yeah. format like what you're doing now you yeah. know you know i think I mean, when i was a kid i you know thought of it the same way like you know there's some people i was okay at drawing sometimes but like i think there was i was somewhere in the mediocre range yeah and then those people who could draw way better and i was like oh man and then um <laughs> and then as i got older and i started doing more artistic things like music and stuff like that i was always jealous of people that who could play music and play guitar but then i found software that allowed me to do it a certain way and i'm like oh wait i could be creative without knowing how to play it yeah like i could just add loops or change this or change the pitch on this. Right. So it allowed me to be creative in a space where I didn't necessarily have that ability before. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes technology helps you catch up. Well, so we've, uh, I've put together a couple tips that parents can do to help promote creativity for their children. The first one, and this might be a little surprising, um, but I think it's probably the most important one, uh, allow them to be bored. Mm -hmm. So what happens, I think, is that parents create entertainment 
and allow their kids to be entertained in different ways. And what it does is it stifles their creativity. Mm-hmm. So boredom can actually foster creativity. Yeah. And if you look at, you know, kids, they are typically, you know, and, and I don't know if in certain instances we can use the word imaginative in addition to creativity, but kids, when they are given the opportunity and when there's not a lot of distractions, mm. they are very imaginative and creative in that way. You know, whether they're playing and most of the time you see it in play, they will come up with all kinds of characters and scenarios. And so part of that is just allowing them to be bored. And what I mean by that literally is just stop entertaining them. Yeah. yeah. You know, you don't have to provide their entertainment. Yeah. There's Let hey, their imagination run for go, a little go while. make, so, you know, go do something with, you know, this piece of paper. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it forces them to be creative. They yeah. have to do that. And I, and I think I was, I think I did that on accident with our children just by saying like, Hey, well, we're not getting that or we're not going to do that or whatever. And say, Hey, like you kind of just, I don't think I thought of it so much as like forcing them, but in a sense we did Mm -hmm. is that they made up all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And part of that was because of number two of limiting the use of electronics. Sure. So I think that there are some creative games you know, and that exists. I mean, even like Minecraft and some other things where you have to build blocks and build things. And- <laughs> yeah. I think I watched a cartoon, an adult cartoon, um, not like dirty or anything, but it was like, it was a <laughs> adult oriented cartoon on Rick and Morty. It's called. Yeah. And, um, one of the things he saw, he actually made a parody of Minecraft. He's like, well, so wait a minute, we have to mine things we craft with and then craft things we mine, <laughs> you know? And I was like, that's actually kind of a good way of putting it. I didn't even know what Minecraft really was. And then right. he, way he described it on the, on the cartoon made me laugh. And then he's like, hey. and then later, around there's a uh, allusion to it. he goes um i'm actually getting the hang of this i actually yeah. like this and i see why you like it yeah but no, it is, it some is, of those games I they mean, are it, creative they are yeah i mean they have to be creative and, and do things but watching television yeah does not help them be creative sure, so i mean yeah. when you're sitting there mindlessly watching something yeah. and there's no interaction i mean it's one thing if it's like it forces you to sing or it forces you to do something but mm-hmm. even that i'd say in general is just turn off the television right you know and forcing them to create something to entertain themselves is valuable. Yeah. And it, it, it just, it works. And so that was where I think my wife and I agreed very early on that we didn't want television as part of, you know, their entertainment. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that paid off. Like I, I really do think it was valuable. We limited the amount of television severely. Yeah. And I feel like it made them, it, it, it sort of forced them to do things. It forced them to be creative and it forced them to, um, you know, come up with stuff. Uh, another one, number three, and this isn't related to art, but this is where I said there's other forms of it is do not solve all their problems. Yeah. So, a really good technique is to ask them questions. Mm-hmm. So being creative in multiple forms, one of them is solving problems and like, right. you know, Hey, you've got a problem in front of you and this is a very valuable skill in the workplace. You know, this is now why we have the internet. I mean, 
you know, you don't have to know all the answers. You just have to know how to investigate the answers. Right. And I, and I knew that that's a common thing with, with technical people, mm. people who are like administrators of computers. And I like, they don't know how to solve every problem, right? but often they are very good at figuring out how to solve a problem. Yeah. And yeah. so they can look at manuals and support docs and, you know, all these things. And and I recalled because I had a, a, a part business partner who was very good at that. Mm. Like, he didn't know all the answers. I mean, yeah. he just, and he didn't necessarily pretend, but he's like, I'll figure it out. Like just <laughs> like sometimes it took him a long time, but sure. like he definitely knew how to solve problems, you yeah. know? And yeah. he, he just, all right, this is broken. Let's somehow figure out how to fix it. Yeah. Or a good yeah. workaround. Right. Yeah. And that's, and that is a form of creativity for sure. sure. Yeah. So not solving their problems. You can ask them questions, you know, and, and a perfect one is, easy. How can you solve this? Yeah. You know, so when your child comes to you with some problem, either the sibling did this or, Hey, this is stuck over here or whatever, you know, you say, well, how can you solve it? Right. Rather than me solving it for you, how can you solve it? Yeah. And that forces them to solve the problem mm-hmm. themselves. And so I think that that's an important one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number four, create an area of the house for play. Sure. So in other words, you have to create, a creative environment. That's, I mean, I guess the, the way that it would, yeah, is if you can, I mean, if you have some space, mm. uh, you know, as an example for yourself, like you had a little office space where you would, you do your music, whatever, like yeah. you'd be less likely to do your music and do the things that are creative outlets for you. If you didn't have a dedicated space for them, right? Like if it was just stuck in the middle of, you know, yeah. In front of everybody. It's not that you won't do it. No, like somebody's going to pick up a guitar or somebody like they will. But if you have a designated area, you are more inclined to be creative. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And and if you're given a lot of times that area has the tools you need to be creative. Right. So if, I mean, if you, if you can, you know, a garage, a playroom, it's funny. Like when we had our kids, we were like, we didn't really have a space like that we had thought of. Like we were just, we had our living room, dining room, their bedrooms. And finally we're just like, well, we don't use this area over here. Right. Like, this is their going to be their play area. And this is where all the toys are going to be. Cause I don't want them in the upstairs. I don't want them down. You know, I don't want them near the kitchen. I don't want it. Like this is their play area so that they can play. They can be creative here. They can kind of do some things that they want to do, you know, decorate it in a way that they want to decorate. That's their designated area. And I think as a result of that, there's this a little bit of freedom rather than like, well, you can't use this part of the house. You know, or, or there's no place where they can actually express themselves or in the same vein, there's, it's all over the place. Right. You know, cause that's just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so it was easier to contain it in one, yeah, in one sure. spot. Um, so I think, you know, and they can take part a little bit in how it looks or, you know, what's there and how, how they want to be creative. Um, another one is spending time outside. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So that's actually my number one, honestly, because when you said that earlier, the first thing I thought of, hey, go outside for a little while and play. Because right. the thing is, outside doesn't provide you with any kind of stimulation except what's around you. Maybe some sticks or, right. you know, street lights or maybe a ball or I don't know, anything that's outside. Like you, you kind of have the to can. Make, yeah, you have to kind of have to make something up. And I remember when I was a kid, that was one of the biggest forms of creativity is going outside and playing in the, you know, the woody area. Yeah, we had a huge forest. Yeah, yeah. The same here. Like we, we, we had woods near our house. And so we'd yeah. go out and play and just make up a game. Right. We made up games all the time. 
time just oh, let's do this or yeah and i I, yard, see, I see our kids now doing that and it's like i'm like what are you guys playing they're like oh we just made up this game I'm like okay yeah, right yeah sounds good yeah you know? that's cool there'll be like seven kids outside yeah. you know and, they're and all they all playing. agree to the rules yeah and, well not all the time but they, <laughs> yeah but they're, they're playing and it's like they've just created some random thing yeah yeah it's like okay yeah. you know sounds cool. good to me sure yeah, a lot I mean, of sports started that way yeah i mean i <laughs> i remember just making forts and yeah. um you know just hideouts yep. and all yep. kinds of stuff that we were just, we just, like you said, I mean, we had to use what was there, yeah. you know, we didn't have other stuff. It's not like we had huge pieces of cardboard, yeah. you know, we had to make it out of sticks and leaves <laughs> and, you know, and, and once in a while we had pieces of wood. I yeah. Guess. They're yeah. going to find some stuff and that's the yeah. part of the fun. You find yeah. something to make, Oh, let's do something with this thing. You know, ever when, if you happen to grow up in an area where there's snow, there's another form of creativity. You just roll up snow into a ball and right. then put another ball on top of it. And then you're making a snowman. Or in my case, with my, or my friend, we made, yeah, we didn't go that far, but we, um, we had this whole plan to have this big snowball fight. So we made this like path that would be, you get on a sled and it would go down the hill. And then there's a reservoir of snowballs we had there. We made all these little snow forts and it melted the next day. Right. But, it was creative. It was a lot of fun. I and mean, we, to this day, still remember doing that. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we remember some toys we had. But the thing is, we were, both of us remember that day where we decided, dude, let's just do this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it was just, we were like nine or something, and yeah. 10 years old maybe at the most. No, it, it is. It's good memories. I mean, that's the thing, too, is that those those kinds of things stick with you. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, number six, encourage dress up or costumes. Mm-hmm. So as you are well aware, my children uh, were fancied costumes quite a bit yeah and and so having superheroes and characters and and all kinds of of things was just allowing them to do that and allowing them to wear their costume and allowing them to you know yes we had many of trips to the store or even to some restaurant and he was wearing a costume sure yeah and uh it's funny because at first you're like a little bit, I was a little embarrassed, yeah. you know? And then after a while I realized how much people loved it. Yeah. And so it was actually like people like, now that is so cool. Yeah. Like, right. Now it's pride. You know, it's like, Oh yeah. I didn't like, think about that way. Well, it, and also it's interesting because it, it, as at first thinking that it's a negative reflection of you and it's actually a positive reflection right. of you because yeah. people are like, that is so cool yeah, that you yeah. are letting your child do that. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, that's up to them, you yeah. know? And, and like, <laughs> I remember that switch and it was actually, it was going through, um, going through the parenting classes, the original parenting classes that I went through when I was realizing how much of our, you know, how much I was valuing my children's dress, how they looked, how they're to myself, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. oh, we'll all be embarrassed or, oh, all, you know, the hair has to be perfect sure. or whatever. And like thinking like, well, that's such a reflection of me. Right. right. And I got over that. Like I realized pretty quickly. I mean, granted there's certain situations. Yes. You need to comb your hair, mm-hmm. you know, like or you need to brush it. Yeah. You, know, you need to take a shower. Yeah. Um, it's been a couple of days. Um, <laughs> But yes, realizing that it's not a bad thing to right. allow them to be that creative yeah. and, and do that. And so wearing the costumes became just part of the norm. Sure, you know, sure. And yeah. allowing them to do that. And that yeah. was cool. Um, and then kind of along those same lines, number seven, allowing them to dress themselves. Mm-hmm. So dress themselves also means allowing them to pick out their clothes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
sure, children will wear the same thing every day. I mean, they like those cowboy boots or something, you know, that the child has and they'll wear them every single day. <laughs> right. But you can also, I mean, if you are too concerned about it because it is, you got your own issues, you can certainly pick out two or three things that they can choose from mm-hmm. and you're going to be okay with either one. Right. You know, or right. any of them. Uh, that's, that's certainly a technique and you give them choice and allow them to say, Hey, here's the three shirts you can wear. And then, of course, they'll go to the drawer and go get the other one that you can't stand. <laughs> sure. Um, but that's an option. You know, here's the three pants and here's the three pairs of shoes or whatever. Yeah. You know, um, kids in really poor countries don't care about that stuff. Sure. You yeah. know, I mean, it's just that's a, you know. Yeah. That's a uh, first world problem. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> to, yeah. to worry about that. But yeah. uh, allowing them to dress themselves. And I, and I, uh, there was a teacher I once heard say uh, they really appreciate the parents when they see a kid with two different color socks because <laughs> they know that the parent is allowing the, it's and it's not a sign of neglect. No, it's just, it's, like, it's a sign of like the parents allowing the child to do what they yeah, want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's one thing if they constantly look completely disheveled, <laughs> right. but yeah. in general, if they're just yeah. kind of wearing their own thing, like right. it's not that big of a deal. Right. Exactly. Um, which I have to admit, sometimes my kids look disheveled, um, <laughs> but hey, yeah, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> um, and then the last one is encouraging creative arts and or uh, creative things or art as gifts. Mm-hmm. So when a friend or a relative, you know, is asking you like, well, what do I get them for the holidays or what do I get them for birthdays? It's like encourage gifts that will, you know, foster creativity. Right. So paints, crayons, paper, Legos, blocks. I mean, anything that allows them to create. Yeah. And, you know, I've even seen, you know, things like making their own jewelry Mm. or, you know, there's all kinds of cool gifts versus something that is like just not that creative. I mean, games are fun, but they're often not that creative. Yeah. You know, or weapons or whatever. It's just, you know, they're not as creative Mm -hmm. or doesn't allow them to be as creative. So think about that when you, when your friends and family are asking like, well, what can I get them for their birthday? Yeah. Allow them to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. So, Anything sure. else? You no, I mean, things, I, I think it's just some creative things, you can, gifts you can give. I mean, obviously, pencils and pens and markers. Yeah. And, um, but then there's like... Paper? Play, yeah, paper's paper. It's Colored paper is awesome. Uh, no, but like origami type things yeah. or like, um, you know, uh, clay. Yeah. You know, plasticine or play Well, there's or sand. There's the a sand, kinetic so magic sand. Magic sand, kinetic yeah. sand. Yeah, stuff like that. I've seen a lot of that type of stuff where there's a lot of create, creative gifts you can give that yeah. are a lot more fun, you know, and... Yeah, I'm just, now I'm like harkening back to my childhood and looking. Like, I, remember that. I, remember I was creative. I was pretty creative. So well, now that was a creative gift. You know? Yeah, we both can consider ourselves creative <laughs> right now. Uh, so uh, with that, Alan, um, what should they do if they have any feedback? If they have any feedback, they should email us podcast at daduniversity.com. Hit us up on all our social channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. On Dad University or Dad UNIV. And um, also, please go to YouTube. Watch those videos. There's a lot of great stuff from Jason on there. Um, subscribe to that channel. Leave some comments. And hopefully there's good feedback there. And if nothing else, and you're listening to us right now, and you're on some kind of podcatcher. Um, that's what they're calling them these yeah, days? Yeah, that's what the kids are calling them. And uh, basically, we're on them all now. So uh, please hit us up. Go to that place. Subscribe to it. If we're not on one, email us. Yeah. Because well, I don't know. To, yeah. And if you want us to be on one that we, we haven't heard of, but you've heard us on a different place, 
send us an email and we'll go on that one as well and uh if it's your favorite one we want to be a part of it and uh please subscribe and leave comments and and, and leave some five-star reviews it really helps perpetuate the show well thank you thank you and we will see you next time see you next time